Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your friend Josiah. <clears throat> I hope you guys have had a day of just drawing closer to the Lord's heart um, for you, whether you're going through mental health stuff or um, you just feel lost or, you know, whatever you're feeling. I just, I, I hope that you're here on today's episode to just come closer to God. Um, today's been a little bit of a rough day for me. There's some stuff going on between Jaina and I, and the Lord is just really testing me. Um, I, uh, I've been thinking about the financial situation I'm in. I still owe some money on my tuition for school. I still owe, um, oh wow, okay. Um, I still, I'm in some debt. I owe, I owe some people money. The Lord is, you know, continued to speak to me on that. Um, the Lord did speak to me and tell me he was going to get me out of debt by the end of the year. So I've been saying, God, I'm trusting you that that was you. And um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, my transmission broke in my car uh, a few days ago. And uh, Jaina helped me uh, a lot, has been helping me a lot uh, driving places and places I need to go since then. So I'm really grateful for that. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful for that. So it's been a little bit of a rough day guys but i'm really excited to study proverbs 9 today you guys it's a really good chapter it's going to talk on lady wisdom and um just her uh uh wisdom that she's going to pour out it's just a really good chapter so let's open in prayer and then i will share the verse of the day today on movius ministries God, we just set our eyes on things above right now. We set our eyes on your sovereignty, that you have millions and thousands of thousands and hundreds and millions of angels surrounding your throne right now. Help us in our pain, help us in our grief. Lead us more into your goodness, God. I pray this message would just touch people's hearts. I just, I just hear God saying, don't stop in trusting my plan. Keep trusting him. And that really speaks to me right now too, so. Lord, remind us of your sovereignty. Give us the wisdom we need today and help us to not lean on our own understanding. I pray for touched hearts, uh, a renewing in the mind, and uh, for your grace to be poured out in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I am okay about to... Okay, here we go. The verse of the day today on Movius Ministries is 2 Thessalonians 3.16. This is the NASB version. And it says, Now may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. You know, that definitely speaks to us right now and me uh, in my situation with finances, my car and stuff going on with Jaina. So, 
Um, you guys, please pray that the Lord is able just to, just that his will would be done, that I would focus on following his will. I really like Psalm 119, where David is just really pouring his heart out to God. And every time he just continues to state, help me to do your will, help me to do your will, help me to find your will, help me to do what you want me to do. It's what I'm really starting to learn now is help me to do your will, God. Because it's just like in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was being tempted and he said, Jesus, he, said, God, he said, God, if it's in your will, let this cup pass from me. And he was, he was looking at, he was, he was given a sign, he was, he was being shown what he was about to endure on the cross. He said, God, if, if it's in your will, take this cup from me. But nevertheless, let your will be done. So he continued to find the Father's will. And then Jesus said in another verse, somewhere in the Gospels, he said, the, the ones that do the will of my Father in heaven are the ones who will uh, inherit eternal life. So Proverbs 9, you guys, let's get this started here. Hope you can hear my music in the background. If you guys want to know what song this is playing, it's called Open Heaven at Bethel by William Augusto. Proverbs 9. Uh, verse 1. Here we go. Lady Wisdom has built and furnished her home. It's supported by seven hewn timbers. Um, the NLT version says seven columns, so it's pretty much saying her home is, is, is supported by seven columns. For those, for those of you that don't know what a column might be, think of Washington, D.C., where Abraham Lincoln is sitting on that statue, and there's those white, those tall white, um, you know, tall white structures that are holding the building up. That's what that is. To continue, the banquet meal is ready to be served. Lamb roasted, wine poured out, table set with silver and flowers, having dismissed her maids, or sorry, having dismissed her serving maids, Lady Wisdom goes to town, stands in a prominent place, and invites everyone within the sound of her voice. So she's calling everyone into this place that she has. All of these things that she carries, you guys, she's saying, come in here. This is what I have to continue. She says, this is what Lady Wisdom says. She goes, are you confused about life? Don't know what's going on come with me oh come have dinner with me i've prepared a wonderful spread fresh baked bread roasted lamb careful selected wines leave your uh, impoverished confusion and live walk up to the street of life with meaning now i was with jana last night when i was preparing this message and uh, I was writing in my notes, what does this mean when it says lamb roasted wine, silver, and flowers? In my understanding and what I got last night from the Holy Spirit was I think it might be a, met- a metaphor of things that Lady Wisdom carries, whether it's wisdom or insight, whatever it is. She's saying, there's things that I have for you here. Come and learn what they are. Come and see what they are. And um, Jaina told me to look up what did a lamb's... Uh, um, what did a lamb signify during this time? I tried to look it up. I got a little bit, but I didn't really find an answer. So let me just give that to you. And if you want to go look into that, go ahead and look into that. To continue, Lady Wisdom is calling all to repentance here. She wants us uh, free of confusion and calls us to the street of life and meaning. Now, I really like it where she says, uh, leave your imp- in, what is that word? 
impoverished confusion and live. It says walk up the street to a life with meaning. I, I look at what Jesus says in John 10, 10, I came to give life to the fullest. Um, Jesus says in Matthew 16, if you forget, if you, um, if you, he says self-sacrifice is the only way. He goes, sac- he, let me just flip to it really quick. Matthew 16. It's, it's a pretty well-known passage of scripture. Some of us may know it. Some of us not may not. That's okay. He says, um, anyone who intends to come, anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way to finding yourself, your true self. So, He's in the context of this verse is you have to let him lead. Jesus is the one that's leading us, guys, in every trial and everything that tests our faith. So um, it's Lady Wisdom calling us into what Jesus talks to us about in John, uh, or not John, I'm sorry. Um, well, I guess, yeah, John 10 and Matthew 16. So to go on, the next verse says, if you reason with an arrogant cynic, you'll get slapped in the face. So... A cynic is a person who believes that people are motivated purely by self-interest rather than acting for honorable or unselfish reasons. An example of a cynic is a person who thinks all actions are selfish and whose outlook is negative. An example of a cynic is someone who thinks that people only volunteer so that they can receive a reward at the end. How many people are just putting out YouTube videos acting like a cynic, you guys? I'm, I mean, seriously, it breaks my heart. Christ said when you, what, what, did, what did Christ say to Paul when he was on the road to Damascus? When you hurt my body, you're hurting me. It's not about them. It's about me because everything is in me. It says you are made the righteousness of God in Christ, not in your own, not in your own self-righteousness, not in your sacrificial deeds, n- none of that. It's all in Christ. To continue a, of an example of what a cynic is, a person who believes all people are motivated by selfishness, a cynical person, confront bad behavior and get kicked in the shins. Oh, I think that might be the next verse. Anyway, guys. It's saying if you try to reason with an arrogant cynic, you're going to get slapped in the face because they don't have open hearts. Now, to go on, it says, so don't waste your time on a scoffer. The word, the, the word scoffer is, is it's another word for a cynic. It says all you'll get is for your pains is abuse. Now, other proverb, uh, other verses in Proverbs talk a lot about discipline and not walking around with arrogant people. And if you do, it will destroy you. It really will. It says walk to, well, it's, sorry, I said that wrong. Walk with the wise. You'll become wise. I think that's, I think that's a Bible verse. Let me. Proverbs 13, 20, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools 
suffers harm. That's the NIV version. Let's look at the message version. Or let's look at the Amplified. He who walks as a companion with wise men will be wise. But the companions of conceited, dull-witted fools are fools themselves and will experience harm. Other verses that can tell us about, about walking with the wise and knowing the difference between a fool and a wise person. Proverbs 14, 16. The wise watch their steps and avoid evil. Proverbs 14, 24. Uh, 14.24, the wise accumulate wisdom. They seek out. They look for it. Fools get stupider by the day. All these, all these verses I'm about to read right now are in the message version. So those two, those two verses that just, I just read, that's the message version. All these verses right here I'm about to read are in the message version. Proverbs 14.33, lady wisdom is at home is at home in an understanding heart. Fools never even get to say hello. Now, is it saying hello to the person or Lady Wisdom? In my opinion, it's saying hello to Lady Wisdom. There's other, because it connects with Lady Wisdom's, like in, where she says, you ignored me and you try and come back, you're not gonna, you're not gonna find me. It's pro- I think that's Proverbs 2. But anyway, you guys, uh, it's really interesting because it says Lady Wisdom is a home in a understanding heart. Demons call us our homes. What is the what is what is what is Paul saying? First Corinthians six. Who we are? We are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So it's saying Lady Wisdom makes her home in us. So it kind of kind of hope you see what I'm connecting there. Proverbs 15, 2. Knowledge flows like a spring water from the wise, but fools are leaky faucets dripping of nonsense. Proverbs 15, 12. Know-it-alls don't like being told what to do. They avoid the company of wise men and women. That whole saying where we hear who you hang out with, you'll become. That's exactly what they're, well, That's exactly what it's saying. They avoid the company. They hang around with people that they are and they become that. Proverbs 15, 14, one of my favorite Proverbs. This is one of my favorite verses in Proverbs. An intelligent person is always eager to take in more truth, but fools feed on fast food fads and and fancies. They just they just go around and just okay that sounds right that's right okay that sounds right I'm gonna take all this in I'm I'm just not gonna do First John four and just you know I'm just not I'm just not gonna weigh and examine everything that I hear. Last verse I'll use for knowing a wise man from a fool is Proverbs fifteen twenty five. This is such it's kind of it's kind of a scary verse, but this is Solomon writing. He goes, God smashes the pretensions of the arrogant. And he's, but he stands with those who have no standing. I think that verse can be used so much towards everyone just being so quick to, you're a false teacher, you're a false prophet, you're this, you're that. Okay, am I saying they're wrong? No, but I'm saying don't have these pretentious, um, where is it? The, these these arrogant pretensions of people. What does Paul say in 1 Corinthians 4? Let's just read that really quick. I got it right here. I got it right here. Um, I 
I'm just going to read this, you guys. Don't imagine us leaders to be something we aren't. We are servants of Christ, not his masters. We are guides into God's most sublime secrets, not security guards posted to protect them. The requirements for a good guy, a good guide, are reliability and accurate knowledge. This is the message version. It matters very little to me what you think of me, even less where I rank in popular opinion. This is Paul writing. I don't even rank myself. Comparisons in these matters are pointless. Now, I don't know what Paul is saying when he says these matters. But anyway, I'm going to read the, I'm going to read the full context, you guys. I'm not aware of anything that would dis- disqualify me from being a good guide for you. But that doesn't mean much. The master makes the, that judgment, which he's talking about Jesus. Jesus said, all judgment has given, been given to me from the Father. Verse 5, so don't get ahead of the master and jump to conclusions with your judgments before all the evidence is in. When he comes, talking about Jesus, he will bring out, uh, he will bring out in the open and place in evidence all kinds of things we have ever dreamed of our inner motives and purposes and prayers. Only then will any one of us get to hear the well done from God, where he says, well done, my good and faithful servants. So anyway, I just, you can connect that with what it says. Stop having these arrogant pretensions. You should have, you should, you know, yes, first John 4, examine everything that you hear, but don't be, don't, 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 don't go, oh, well, this verse says this, so this, so that must mean that this, that must mean that they are a false teacher. No, take it to the Lord and say, does that make sense, Lord? Or is that true? You know what's right. I don't. Because at the end of the day, guys, that's going to bring you to humility. To continue the verse from Proverbs 9, it says, save your breath. This 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 verse is, whew, okay. This verse hits me so hard. This verse, I, I read, I was preparing the rest of my message this morning before I went to school and I read this verse and I thought, okay, this, I'm going to take this verse with me because this is good. Save your breath for the wise. They will be wiser for it. Tell good people what you know. They'll profit from it. Now this verse connects with Proverbs 10, 19. Now you may be saying, well, let's see. Okay. Proverbs 10, 19 is, um. Proverbs 10.19 says, The more talk, the less truth. The wise measure their words. You may be saying, well, this verse isn't fair to people who are fools. It seems like this verse is saying, I can't share wisdom and knowledge with them. Well, look at all the verses we just read about those kinds of people, meaning fools. You may think it's harsh and not loving, but actually, in my opinion, it really is. It's showing us and them the truth. Now, can they repent and turn away from that? Absolutely. We just have to pray that God shows them the truth and that the truth sets them free. Jesus said in John 8, 45, they hate what I say because I speak of the truth about them. So save your breath for the wise. How to know who is wise and who isn't? 
Lean on God's understanding and ask him to direct your paths to wise people. This is the first step to guarding your heart. And there is another verse here later on in Proverbs that says, uh, that says receiving wisdom, insight, and knowledge brings great joy to God's heart. I found that verse earlier on in Proverbs. I couldn't find it, but it's a really good verse. To continue. Have a drink of my vitamin water. For those of you that are vitamin water fans, uh, shout out to you. I am having uh, Power C dragon fruit right now. It's so good. To continue, skilled living gets its start in the fear of God. Now, other versions may say the, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To go on, insight into life from knowing a holy God. Let me, let me, let me, because that, that's a whole sentence. Let me restart that. Skilled living gets its start in the fear of God. Insight into life from, ins, insight into life from knowing a holy God. It's through me, Lady Wisdom, that your life depends and the years of your life ripen. Now, that word ripen in the Hebrew is the word bikor. And the definition, this is so crazy because I looked it up earlier. The definition is first fruits, which is like, wow. Could it be talking about the fruits of the spirit? I don't know. But Jesus said, abide in John 15, abide in me and you will be fruitful. I kind of think of, uh, I, I, th- I look at, uh, I look at Psalm one, the very first chapter of Psalm. It's so good. And it just talks about those who, let me just read it. Cause this is going to connect with what we're reading right now. Actually, I'm reading the book of Job right now, and I've been wanting to do a deep study on that book because, oh my gosh, I read it last year, and I'm reading it now, and I'm having a totally different viewpoint, which isn't bad. It's good, but um, I can't... um, I can't find it, but in Psalm it talks about those who abide in your word are like a tree in a river that reaps fresh fruit every season. I think it's somewhere in the beginning of Psalm. Um, I can't find it, but anyway, yeah, so I just wanted to connect that with where it talked about um, through me, Lady Wisdom, that your life, it, 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 your life will deepen. And the years of your life will ripen. If I'm saying that word right. To continue, live wisely and wisdom will uh, permeate your life. Mock life and life will mock you. Now, I just look at where, I mean, I shared this on my other episode recently. I think it was my last journal, one of my most recent episodes. But it was that um, you will reap what you sow. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I you'll go through suffering but you're going to reap the benefits if you continue to endure that and continue to do Galatians 6, 9. So, um, now that word permeates, um, the definition of permeates is spread throughout something. 
So your life, live wisely, and wisdom will spread, will spread throughout your life. Wow, that is so interesting. It says, live wisely, and wisdom will spread throughout your life. Other, other words could be fill. Um, to continue. Um, we're recording on 25 minutes here. If you guys are still here, I really appreciate it. But uh, here we go. To continue. Then, this is, this is Lady Wisdom still, still speaking, you guys. It says, then there is this other woman, Madam Prostitute. Brazen, empty-headed, frivolous. She sits on the front porch of her house on Main Street. Now, uh, this is this is my own personal notes. What did we just read in Proverbs 7, 6 through 12? Here's what it says. Now, let me just read this again because I'm going to connect these two verses. Well, the Holy Spirit is going to connect them. But um, where it says she sits on the front porch of her house on Main Street. In Proverbs 7, it says, As I stood at the window of my house, looking out through the shutters, watching the mindless crowd stroll by, stroll by, I spotted a young man without any sense arriving at the corner of the street where she lived. Then, turning up the path to her house, it was dusk. The evening coming on, the darkness thickening into the night, and then a woman met him. She had, she had been lying in wait for him, dressed to seduce him. Brazen and brash she was, restless and roaming, never at home, walking the streets, loitering in the mall, hanging out in every corner in town. As it says, this is my own personal notes, that those, those were the verses in Proverbs 7, 6 through 12. She is just walking around trying to find a mindless person to produce, or sorry, well, to seduce. It just says right here, like she says, uh, she. it says right here that she is, to continue in Proverbs 9, I don't know what verse this is, this is, you guys, I'm sorry, but it says, if you want to, you know, I'll tell you right now where I'm at, because I, I know I usually say we're on this verse and I haven't been doing that, so I'm sorry. Let me go to Proverbs 9. We are on, in Proverbs 9, we are on verse... 13 through 18, we're, we're, we're in one of those verses. It says that she's empty-headed, you guys. And then it says that she's looking at people who are mindless. Like, tell me that doesn't connect. Like, it just, oh my gosh. You become who you hang around with. To continue, the verse, verses 13 through uh, 18. Sorry, I don't know if I said... 18, 16 or 18, but to continue. And as people walk by minding their own business, uh, she calls out and she says, are you confused about life? Now this is madam, this is madam, uh, whore, not mad, not, um, not lady wisdom. This is lady. This is madam whore speaking. She goes as people, uh, as people walk by minding their own business, she calls out and goes, are you confused about life? Don't know what's going on? Steal off with me. I'll show you a good time. No one will ever know. I'll give you a time of your life. But they don't know. 
Okay, so it, it stops where she says, I'll give you the time of your life. And then Lady Wisdom continues, and she goes, but they don't know about all the skeletons in her closet that all her guests end up in hell. It connects with the, with Proverbs 7, 24-27. This is Lady Wisdom talking about staying away from this uh, evil spirit of lust. She goes, so friends, listen to me. Take these words of mine most seriously. Don't fool around with a woman like that. Don't even stroll through her neighborhood. And we just read the kind of like, it's talking about like where she is. Don't stroll through there. Countless victims come under her spell. She's the death of many, a poor man. She runs a, a halfway house to hell and fits you out with a shroud and a coffin. Lady Wisdom is calling us to a place that is actually better for us. That is directed by God and the Holy Spirit. The ways of this world are evil and they are a trap. God wants the best for everyone. He was wanting none to perish, but that all would come to repentance. So I look back in those verses where Lady where Madam Whore is speaking, and she just goes, Now this is really now this is something I also got when I was reading this, where she says, Are you confused about life? Don't know what's going on. Now Now, Lady Wisdom says the very same thing in verses 1 through 6. Now, why do I think Madam Whore is mocking what Lady Wisdom is saying so that the enemy could... uh, That might not be true. I'm not going to say that. She is trying to be clever in her ways to mock Lady Wisdom and bring her into a place, bring them into a place that's going to lead them to destruction. I'm not sure if you understand that, but how she mocks her, it may be a trick that they're using to make them think that it's something good, but it's not based on how Lady Wisdom talks the same way in verses one through six. So I kind of just got that. That, 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 Thank you, Lord. That's, that's good. Um, Whew. Okay, so I'm gonna read my personal notes from when I wed. From I just said when I wed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. My personal notes from Proverbs nine when I read Proverbs nine a couple months ago, uh, verses seven through twelve. I highlighted and apparently I really liked it. Let's read those real quick again. Verses set, did I say 7 through 9 today? Uh, 7 through 12. Oh my gosh, yeah, where it talks about if you reason with an arrogant cynic, you'll get slapped in the face. Confront bad behavior with them and you're going to get kicked in the shins. So don't waste your time on a scoffer. All you'll get for, all you'll get for your pains is abuse. Literally, so it's saying like you're going to get so much pain from trying to have a conversation with, with, with an arrogant cynic. And you're going to get so abused by it. But if you correct those who care about life, that's different. They will love that from you. So just those verses right there just really hit me. Um, I love that. I love that so much. My next note was, uh, oh, just how I really like the chapter. The key verses I got from this chapter was verses 1 through 6, um, where... Oh, I messed that up. I didn't mean to say it. Crap. Um, 
verses 1 through 6, where Lady Wisdom is just saying, hey, I'm here. I, I want to help you where you're at. And, um, you know, anyway. Uh, what I learned from this chapter when I read it a couple months ago was guard my heart more. And I really got that from uh, just where it says, don't talk with an arrogant cynic. You're just going to get hurt over it. Just don't mind it. And I and then I love it where it, like, it connects with where it says, where it says, save your breath for the wise. They will be wiser for it. Tell good people what you know. They'll profit from it. It's telling you, like, stop trying to talk to an arrogant cynic. Go to the wise. Save your breath for them. It's like, well, how's that fair? I'm like, look, I, I, I get it. Like, my codependency kicks in like a mmm. Like, I get it. But that's where I'm like, this is what God's word says. And I, if I obey it, he's going to bless that. And he's working behind the scenes. So... My, the context uh, of this chapter seems to be embrace Lady Wisdom. Chase towards her. In my prayers lately, you guys, I have really gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, God, give me Lady Wisdom. Give me what I need. Help me to follow your will right now. That's it. Help me to follow your will. I just love Psalm 119 where... Um, David is just kind of in these trials and it's the longest chapter in Psalm. It's a long chapter. Um, I'm just going to read it. It says, you're blessed when you stay on course, walking steadily on the road revealed by God. You're blessed when you follow his directions, doing your best to find him. That's right. You don't go off on your own. You walk straight along the road he set. And right now, we just got done talking about Proverbs 9, about the road that Lady Wisdom is wanting us to walk. You, God, prescribe the way, prescribe the right way to live. Now you expect us to live it. You guys, this chapter is... This chapter is 176 verses. And in this chapter, David says... I'm gonna I'm gonna say an educated guess. I'm gonna throw it out there. David says like I think seven or eight times as he talks about his pain with the Lord, help me to do your will. This is something that really convicts me. That's like have I, I haven't prayed that for a long time. I'm so focused on what I want. I want to feel peace. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of that. But it's like God, what are you doing through me in this? And the reason why we like act like that sometimes is because we think we know everything. Because we're, we just grab everyone's opinions. We go, okay, that sounds good. I'm not going to do First John 4. I'm not going to examine and weigh what, 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 what I've heard and take it to God. It's just, it's convicting. I'm, I don't mean to shame you guys. I don't. Like, I, it's convicting for me too. I'm learning this. This is something new I'm learning. Give me lady wisdom, God. Help me to do your will. I'm repeating myself now, but I just love that verse where it just says he smashes the pretensions of the arrogant, you guys. That's like that applies so much for today. 
And I'm not saying don't call out false teachers. Don't call out false teachers. No, Paul actually encourages that. But what I'm saying is, be careful with your words. James three, the tongue is a rudder. James three is an incredible chapter. It's in, it's so convicting for me, for a lot of people probably. But conviction is so good. What will we do without conviction, you guys? Honestly. Conviction is God's bringing us to a better land. Oh. I just feel this different kind of peace today, and I'm really grateful. Let's, uh, let's close in prayer, you guys. God, just with everything going on, with people that are suffering, people that have trials going on, I pray that they would just come closer to you. They would keep going to their prayer closet. They would keep going to their secret place. I pray for those that are being, just continue to be run by social media and just continuing to try and find their comfort there. God, that you would just lead their steps to just fast social media, whatever, forever, how long, God. You would pour out your grace. You would change people's hearts so radically. I pray for a new burning in our heart. God, I pray for every word that I said. Help me to walk in truth. Show me what I said was wrong, what was right. I pray for those that have just started a podcast, that, Lord, you would help them be careful in what they say, that people would examine and weigh everything they hear. I pray for pastors who are under heavy spiritual attack, God, that you'd give them the strength and the wisdom and the guidance they need. I thank you for how infinite you are, God, and that we can rest in the shadow of your wing and find healing there. Thank you for your word, God, that just, thank you for how much you guide us in it. it. It helps us to know truth from wrong and truth from deception. I pray for those that are hearing a wrong message, God, that you'd open their ears, open their eyes, lead them to repentance, lead other crowds to follow them and follow repentance. I pray for ministries who are being persecuted or going through trials, God, that your will would endure. They would seek after your will. They would know your sovereignty and your love and your patience and all the amazing things about you, God. Every thought that someone has had as they hear the kind of things that I said, God, Lord, you would just... Reveal new things to them. Connect new things. For those that just need to cry, God, help them cry. We cry out, Abba, Father, we belong to you. Help us put our faith in action. 
give us the strength to do that. And bring your people to be one. In Jesus' name, amen. So as you guys know, if you can see on my podcast, on season uh, 10, episode 2, my last journal, that that was my last journal I'm going to be doing with you guys. The Lord's moving me on to new things. Uh, So from now on, I'm just going to be doing these sermons on Tuesdays and prophetic words on Fridays. Check out my other episodes, guys. I really think they'll touch your heart. I know God's using it for good. Um, If you want a prophetic word, uh, you can email me. Don't feel like you're a burden or anything, honestly. I'm here to represent Christ. That's what I'm here for, and I've come way too far to not follow that. Way too far. I'm not going to take God's grace for advantage. I think that's something that's really... Uh, not talked about in the church, but, you know, we say that a lot. We, we say that a lot, like, oh, it's not talked about enough. Like, really? How, how do you know that? And that's convicting for me, too. So, you guys, I got a friend of mine named uh, Hunter. Uh, he's got this podcast he just came out with called Remnant Rising. His name is Hunter McGuire. Great stuff, guys. Uh, he just made it. He did, his latest episode was about you are made in the image of God, which is so good. I'm probably gonna do a sermon on that sometime. Uh, his he his first his first um what was it? His first uh, episode was about you are a child of God. It's so good. Um, there's some scripture in my mind that I think I should share with him to kind of put out there as well. Um, so go check it out, guys. Um, if you haven't written me a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate it if you would. Because I've got people in the Philippines listening. I've got people in Japan, uh, Canada, uh, all over the world listening. And I'm just so honored. So get ready for this uh, prophetic word this Friday. And then we'll, we'll jump into Proverbs 10 next week, Lord willing. Thank you so much for listening to Proverbs 9 study on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God bless you.